Hello, thank you for listening to Luana's Urban Voices. I really appreciate the support. I appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. It's it's just very much appreciated. So thank you so much. Today, I have to eat my words on the Breonna Taylor situation. I now understand the demand for justice. When the grand jury first released, I'm sorry, when the police first released all of the evidence they had as to why they did a no-knock warrant on Breonna Taylor's apartment, it was because Jamarcus Glover had been in and out of her apartment. He had been having packages shipped to her apartment. His mail was going to her apartment, and he was seen at her apartment as late as April, I'm sorry, February 14th. Jamarcus Glover is a very big deal drug dealer in Louisville. So they had been watching him for a while and he had been going to three different houses and Breonna Taylor's apartment was one of the three places he was going to on a regular basis. So in the grand jury, which now I'm very confused, there was a witness from the um, post office, the postmaster. He had a warrant from the police department to confiscate and search Brianna Taylor's mail for suspicious activity. So there was a time where any package going to Brianna Taylor's apartment was scanned checked out to make sure it had no suspicious um, stuff inside of it and the postmaster told the police that issued the warrant to them that there are no suspicious packages going to Brianna Taylor's apartment none so any package that she's getting it's not suspicious there are no reason for alarm the postmaster did not feel like she was a threat in any way. So the Louisville Police Department still, and that's why the grand jury release was so important, they used the surveillance photos to get the no-knock warrant. Surveillance photos and the fact that the last time Jamarcus Taylor was pulled over, he gave Brianna Taylor's address as his own. So they were going by Jamarcus information and surveillance uh, surveillance photos to get the no-knock warrant for Brianna Taylor. Even though they knew that she had no suspicious activity going on at her apartment, via mail because that was the whole thing with the police she was getting all these packages delivered to her apartment and they felt that that's how they were doing uh transporting the drugs was suspiciously money and all those other things were being transported or mailed to brianna taylor's apartment um illegal whatever was being mailed so that's what prompted the whole no-knock warrant on on Breonna Taylor but when the postmaster testified and said I specifically told the police that there was no 
suspicious activity going on with her mail from the post office, I now am wondering why would y'all still do a no-knock warrant at her apartment if there is no suspicious activity from the post office or no suspicious activity and you still end up doing a no-knock warrant? What, what was the grounds? So I did some further investigations and it was the fact that Jamarcus had been in and out of her apartment and they had pictures and they also had um, packages. He was seen leaving her apartment with packages and envelopes and we have no idea what was in those packages or envelopes. The postmaster said there was no suspicious activity. We don't know if those packages were FedEx, UPS, we have no idea. All we know is that per the post office, there was no suspicious activity, but the police still felt that there could have been something in Brianna's Taylor apartment that would have linked her to helping Jamarcus with his drug ring. There was nothing. Every warrant that they end up having produced no evidence against Breonna Taylor. So these police officers and I don't and the ones that deliver the no knock warrant aren't the ones that requested the no knock warrant. So the ones that deliver the no knock warrant didn't request the no knock warrant. So that's another problem. Anyway, the whole the whole mess is totally screwed up. Somebody should be held accountable for Breonna's um, murder. And I don't think paying her mom $12 million is much of a settlement because now we don't know what's going to happen in the future. Um, Louisville got rid of all no-knock warrants. That's, that's a done deal. They won't be doing those anymore. But that doesn't mean that they won't do a warrant and end up in somebody else's apartment that they don't need to be in because the evidence that they had against Brianna was BS evidence and they should not have been in her apartment. So now that's my concern. How do we fix that? Totally am all over the place with this Brianna Taylor because I do think the officers who delivered the no-knock warrant, followed protocol. Although they lied, they did not identify themselves as police officers. I do not believe they did that. I do believe that they just busted in. Brianna Taylor's boyfriend got scared, didn't know who was busting in their apartment, shot first, the police returned fire, and Brianna got caught in the crossfire. So it was murder. I am now totally convinced of that. How do we get justice for her? I have no idea. But does she deserve justice? Yes. $12 million is not enough to not get justice for her and to make sure whoever issued the no-knock warrant based on their flimsy evidence should be held accountable along with Jam Jamarcus Glover. I do blame him because he had her involved or he was using her information however he was doing it. He knew she had nothing to do with his drug ring, but yet he 
implicated her by his actions. So just wanted to give you guys an update on that and let you know what's going on with that. It's still going to be a very difficult situation to fix, but it does need to be fixed. The next thing I want to talk about really quick is President Trump. He has COVID. He is was rushed to, well, not rushed, but he was taken to the hospital to be given some experimental drugs to try to help him get over his COVID quicker. He comes out of the hospital a couple of days later doing a um, drive to let everybody know he's fine and he's still going to be president. He's not giving any of his duties over to Vice President Pence, but he still has COVID. And he got into a car with two Secret Servicemen, everybody's wearing a mask, in a car with someone who has COVID. Just so you can drive around and wave to people to prove that COVID is no big deal. I need Trump to get deathly sick. I don't want him to die, but I need him to get deathly sick with COVID so he can stop acting like he was right all along and COVID is not that bad. Because what's going to happen if he recovers from COVID with less severe symptoms than other people, he's going to say, see, I'm healthy and healthy people have nothing to worry about. And that's going to be the new message. We need, I need him to get super, super sick. I need Kellyanne Conway to die. I need Ivanka to catch COVID, pass it on to her children. We need him to see this is serious and you need to be out there promoting how serious this is. You and Melania doing all these events and refusing to wear a mask because it wasn't that bad. We're overreacting and now you have it, but you are making light of it still. So I know that sounds bad that I want him to get sicker, but I need him to take this more seriously so that we can get back on track when it comes to making sure we get healthy because we need to be wearing masks. We need to be taking this seriously. We need to be carrying Clorox wipes with us and wiping down certain areas. We just need to take it more serious than he's taking it, which is very concerning. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, but I hope that I hope that people now see how serious COVID can be and take it more seriously. We go places and, well, we don't go very many places. We're very limited, but I see some people wearing their mask underneath their nose. Why? You're not protecting yourself by wearing it underneath your nose. The few times we go out, I am making sure that I am completely masked up. I have gloves. I'm trying to protect myself. And for the most part, I stay home. I fixed up my backyard so I could just sit in my backyard and enjoy being at home until some of this stuff kind of blows over. Because at the end of the day, we all have to be concerned with our health and safety, especially if you have underlying health issues. 
just remember the people with other health issues are the ones severely hurt by COVID. And then we got flu season come and we know a ton of people die from the flu or from pneumonia because people don't get treatment in time. I can't tell you whether or not to get the flu shot because I've known people who got the flu shot and got deathly sick. I've known people who didn't get the flu shot and got deathly sick. So you have to do what's best for you and what you and your doctor decides is the best course of action for your health. But I can tell you something, you need to be concerned about your health. And I think Donald Trump coming out of, and after he did this car parade of waving to people, he went back to Walter Reed. So I, I think he put the secret service men unnecessarily at risk. If they didn't have it they're you know, he put them at risk of getting it because he has it and he should be somewhere trying to get better so he can come back and run the country to the end of his term versus trying to prove to people that it's not as bad as we think it is. So just keep that in mind. You know, those are my thoughts and trust and believe I am definitely saying, oh God, please forgive me if I'm wrong for wanting this man to get sicker and wanting him to take this seriously, but that's where I'm at right now. Um, so those are the two things that were really, really on my mind and that I really wanted to share with you guys. Um, and I appreciate you guys more than ever for listening to my urban voices. You guys, thank you so much. It's great to have my opinion, but please feel free to leave comments. Please feel free to give me your opinions because when I'm talking with some of my cousins and my friends, I appreciate their opinions. I have a friend and we talked about marching and protesting and she loves that idea. Although she's scared to go out there and do it, she's grateful for the people that are doing it. I personally want us to get more into politics she agrees with that, but she also agrees with protesting, and I don't. So I love to hear the different opinions and other people's ideals because that's what makes me look at things differently is when someone tells me their opinion compared to my opinion. And we've been all over the place with this Brianna Taylor, and I have just been doing every day trying to figure out what could we do? What could I find out that would make me change my mind? And the more information that's being released, and I'm still reading over the full grand jury um, proceedings, it's tons of pages. And I'm trying to read through it, get the highlights and find out what exactly made them not charge these men. And I'm also trying to get, you know, go through the public records of Louisville to find out why they asked for a no knock warrant at warrant at Brianna Taylor's apartment. And the only evidence they had was some pictures. So more to come. I will keep you guys posted. 
Um, other than that, you guys have a great day. Um, have a great week. I will be back um, probably on either Tuesday or Wednesday um, with some more highlight, um, highlights, headlines, um, more news. I am trying to keep it, you know, somewhat political, but I am going to start covering other things that I see um, in the news, some funny stories, some serious stories, some just a bunch of different stories. So I'm going to start expanding beyond just politics. So more to come with that, which means that I want to, you know, get out of just doing politics and being hard hitting the whole time. I want to add some fun stories, some cute stories, some inspiring stories to my podcast. So please continue to listen. Thank you again so much for your support. I want you guys to have a wonderful day, wonderful evening, and I will talk to you guys again real soon. Thank you for listening. Luana's Urban Voices.